Good morning, everybody. Shavua Tov. to everyone, to everyone. Nisim Gluim, Revealed Miracles. We're blessed to continue to learn through the month of Kislev, sponsored by, by Helene and David Brenner, and Merit and Protection of Tov Yeruvim ben Chaya Hadassah. Hashem, we were just having with him in the other room. Miriam and Avram Deutsch, now of the 30th Aliyah. Mindy Barad, and thanks to Hashem for miracles, past, present, and future for Am Yisrael. And the week is sponsored by Tzvi and Yael Katzman, my dear friends, formerly from Toronto, now up in Zichron, in honor of the first year of Tzvi's Abba, who I, who I knew, Avram Moshe ben Shlomo Zeva Koyim Vesil, and Zichron Livracha, and that all our chayalim should complete the task at hand and come home safely. By Zahava Englard and Norman Shapiro, B'tzchus Banino and Yachmin Ba'azra, Avram Yosef ben Zahava Dina ve'ezra ben Miriam Milana, she'echzuru yachad in koch ha'yalinu ben Yitzachon le'shalom, b'ri'im b'guf u'b'ri'im b'nefesh. Okay, so, the, what's the first page number that I give out? What is it? Kuf Gimel. Okay, very good. It could be today, I'm not... Uh, I'm not sure, but we're nearing the end of this of this amazing parak. You know, I want to remind us of something that Rav Sasson had told us a, a long time ago to understand today's learning, to understand the completion of this chapter as well. This is very important. <clears throat> Am Yisrael came back to Eretz Yisrael, is coming back to Eretz Yisrael in order to have Mikdash, Melucha, and Nevoah. The reason why we're coming back to Eretz Yisrael for all these years is because of our our v'techazena ineinu b'shuv chalatzion berachamim prayer v'techazena ineinu b'shuv chalatzion berachamim the type of coming back home to Eretz Yisrael that has to do with we say in Hebrew hachzarat atarah liyoshna right restoring that which we once had and taking it even to a higher level if that it's wild for us to even imagine such things. That's what we're, that's the, that's the phase, that's the kivun, that's the matara, coming back here in order to live a life of nevuah, to live a life of mikdash, to live a life of malchut, literally to have malchut here. Now, where were we until now? Rav Sasson had explained to us through Psukim and Yechezkel, and we're going to see it also again inside today, that the beginning phase is a physical return, not just a physical return to here, but that here things develop, the, the things that are developing fast and first are things that you can see. The hitpatchut, the development of, of, the, of the country, like we could see it. Every time you, you drive somewhere, you see a new road, you see a new development, you see a new uh, building complex, you see a new mall, you see all these different things. You see a new, I'm not comparing, but I'm just saying you see a, you see a new yeshiva, you see all these things that are visible to the eye, that you could see, wow, look at this, this is crazy. And everyone's been saying for all these years, oh my God, look how, look what's here, this place was shmama, this place was barren, there was nothing going on here. And now look at the development, look at the development of the land, of the country. And all that's true. And all that doesn't negate at all for one second the picture of geula, of redemption. But the key here is to remember that it's just the first phase. That's the that's the important thing. Then Rav Sasson explained to us how we've been ent- we entered basically a period called Svirata Omer, like the Tkufa of the Omer, which we've been learning for the last two weeks. That this period in time that we're in is like this Tkufat Hahavraa, wellness period, not which we've been 
noticing has not been that affordable. That's not really been the game. That's not really been what it's been like. We haven't had that yet. This period of wellness. And as I'm, you know, as I'm learning this again, and as I'm looking inside, and my, I have to be honest, like there's a tefillah, it's not so silent anymore, but there's a tefillah that's escorting the learning here of saying, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, how are we exactly supposed to ready ourselves to be an am of, of Nevoah, Kedushah, Malchut, Mikdash, when it's still a survival, it's still mamash, a struggle just to stay alive. Like, how does that happen? How could, how could that be? To me, that seems like the hardest test. To actually do what we're supposed to be doing here right now seems like one of the hardest tests in the world. How can we prepare ourselves, shift our mindset to be one that is anticipating redemption and that is living redemption and that is inviting into our hearts a life of melucha, mikdash, all the things we're saying? How do you do it like this? How is it possible to do it like this? It seems the only way to truly, you know, restore this healthy mindset would be like, like we said, like Am Yisrael goes to one of the Yisrael hotel hotels for like six months at least, and just like learns how to breathe again, learns how to eat right again, learns how to exercise again, learns how to sleep, has enough sleep. Who's sleeping? Who's eating? Akol balagan, you know, akol balagan, and yet, nonetheless, nonetheless. Within that, beneath that, there still is this, this calling of saying, that's actually still the Avodah, that's still what needs to be done right now. That's still, what, if you remember that that's what the purpose of you being here is, it becomes reachable. It becomes what we call Bar Hiseg, attainable, attainable. So, again, the Avodah these days, the Avodah of staying focused is of utmost importance, and it doesn't get easier as the days are passing by. But we have no choice. This is our Mesirut Nefesh. To stay more aligned and focused and centered uh, as to the best of our ability. So if we're up to Daf Kuf... Thank you very much. We're up to Daf Kuf Gimel. And again, there's a lot of uh, easy text here. This is not... This, this isn't, there are no quotes here from, from Rav Kook, so I'm saying easy text here. But there is an important puzzle he's going to remind us of that we have to see from Yechezkel. You know, when I'm learning some of this material with the Chevre from the Kola in the afternoons... There's a, there's a sincere desire to see where does Rav Kook base his understanding that this is what it's going to be like. And you really have to learn prakim, lamid vav, and lamid zayin in Yecheskel to see that that is really where Rav Kook is taking his whole picture of how things are, are, are developing here. כפי שראינו גם הגאולה האחרונה מתוארת בשלבים אלו, ולקחתי אתכם מן הגויים וקיבצתי אתכם מכל הארצות, והבאתי אתכם אל אדמתכם. We've seen this before, it's just a reminder. The Navi Yechezkel says, I will gather you, I will take you from all the nations of the world, I will gather you here, from everywhere you came from, והבאתי אתכם אל אדמתכם, and I'm going to bring you to your land. There's no talk here of anything too spiritual, even though it's a very spiritual movement, uh, tnu'ah, but there's no talk here of anything uh, like da'at and, and, you know, your mind will be blown and, oh, no, coming back home. He's speaking about today. Uh, again, it's not everyone yet, but this has never been like this. What we're living has never been. It's never been like this before. 
בשלב זה עם ישראל כבר נמצא בארץ ישראל. And this is the key here. אך עדיין לא באו במים חיים, בבחינת טהרת המקווה. We still haven't gone to the mikvah. ולא בברית הקודש, בבחינת הדבקוס בהשם. And as an am in its entirety, we have yet to go through a covenant. A co- what's a covenant? A covenant is basically saying, I'm in this forever. Like, I'm consciously taking this on, that this relationship is forever. Dveikus b'ashem. Kol elu yavau l'achar mikem. These are all things that are going to come afterwards. Kametuar b'navi. And then when you keep on learning, Yechazkel, Yechazkel says, oh yeah, yeah, afterwards, there's this, zarakti elechem, you know, there's all these purified waters that are, that are spritzed upon you, and you go through this whole process of like into a mikvah. And we've seen that before. We saw months ago, that famous piece from the Gra, the Gra that says, that talks about Galut as a graveyard, and then he says, we still don't know when, when water from above is going to be um, spread all over us. We still don't know when, that, when that's going to be, but that is what will be. That is what will be. Now, I have to say something. Like, this just my, my personal feeling is that it's very important to, to, to mention that that hasn't happened yet. I guess maybe it's good to ask Kislev. I don't know. Maybe, like, you have to be very clear. That period ha- has not happened yet. Again, whatever you think you've experienced in terms of, like, um, that this is a gilui, that this is a revelation, a godly revelation, because then it is and everything... It's nothing in comparison to what's waiting for us. It is nothing in comparison to what we are, Be'ezrat Hashem, what we will be experiencing. Are there any more pages? This Tahara, this, this Mikveh, this Geula Dika Mikveh, אז הוא אומר כאן בפתחון, בפתחון, כל אלו יבואו לאחר מכן כמתואר בנביא. קודם לזריקת המים החיים, בפתחון זה קורה. בשלב של קיבוץ גלויות וביאה אל הארץ, שהוא השלב הראשון של בניין החיים בארץ ישראל. So what he's saying over here is, what you're seeing, what you're doing, what we're experiencing, even though, you know, not everyone yet is, is I don't know, learning Zohar or... Not everyone yet is madakdik on Hilchot, Kriyat HaTorah, whatever it is. It's okay. It's, it's a shlav. It's a period. It's an essential period. This is how the Navi explains this. This is how Rav Kook was able to look at what was happening in front of him and saying, wow, yeah, this is part of it. As opposed to, you know, back in his time, Rov Rubo Shel Torani, the majority of the Torah world were looking at it and saying, This is cute, this is sweet, I don't know how long it's going to last, but this is definitely not part of the big picture that Yechezkel Anavi was speaking about, or anyone that was talking about Geulah was referring to. Bishlav ze, adayin lo banu ela menucha v'nachala. Ma ata omer, right? At this point, we still haven't reached the menucha, the nachala. Adayin lo iganu el tochen ha-kodesh. We still haven't gotten to the tochen ha-kodesh, to the content, to the... to the holy content of what it means to be alive here. Ela mikdash, ve'el kol seder avodat ha-kodesh ha-reuya lano be'eretz Yisrael. We still haven't reached the fitting, holy, temple dika, I don't know what kind of word I could use, temple dika lifestyle that we're, that we're fitted, ra'ui, 
which is what we're, we're which is fit for us to be here. Meidach b'revadim b'sisim shel achaim anu holchim umavrim. Says on the other hand, with some basic layers of life. Remember, revadim layers. Rovid is a layer. With some basic layers of life, he says there is some type of a wellness taking place. Anything that we see nationally getting stronger um, is part of the well, bigger picture of wellness, and that's true. The way we're living right now here in Eretz Yisrael, you still, with all the tzarot that we're having, even right now, is still not, Baruch Hashem, nothing close to what it was like to live like a Jew outside of the land. And to, how did we say, what did we say the word chosen meant in English? Resilience. A chosen, right, a chosen. A chosen anafshi, the soulful Resilience. These, these things keep on keep on getting stronger. Me'am da from a from a, a nation that kept on being persecuted. Holchim v'naasim am eitan v'chazak. We have the opportunity to keep on becoming a strong nation. Hayodeh le'ashiv milchama she'ara u'le'akot et oivav. Alavai, amen. A nation that knows how to fight. A nation that that knows what war is, that knows that if you mess with us, it doesn't work anymore. I'm saying that's why I told you in the beginning of Shir, these words, like, like, Amen. And I'm the remembers that if, if you mess with us, especially the way that they mess with us now, with this Hashpala, um, you're going to be demolished. You're going to be demolished and wiped off the face of the earth. All of them. Kmochen, so too. Different ma'arechet chayim, ways of life are developing. Habriyuta parnasa habitachon, kol markivea chayim absisim shenir mezube parashat beshalach. He's saying health, parnasa, security. All the ingredients, the basic ingredients of life that are hinted to us in Parashat B'Shalach, Ben Yitziat Mitzrayim Matan Torah, and B'Shalach is between, B'Shalach is the beginning of the Omer period, between the Exodus and receiving the Torah. Kol ele holchim benivnim ba'aretz. All these things are being built in the land. Elu hem yesodot makdimim lematan Torah. Again, keep your eye on the prize. What's the prize that we're here for? Why did we make Aliyah? To fulfill a mitzvah? Because it felt right. Ge'ula. Yes. And it needs to be said louder. We made Aliyah. We moved here. We built this country for something which will result in something much bigger than our physical hands could ever finish off. Bigger. These are all yesodot makdimim. Every, all the good that we see is just a hakdama for matan Torah. Matan Torah meaning Torah chadasha mi'ititetze, a new Torah that will be revealed with the coming of Melech HaMashiach. Bifchinat binyan ha-nefesh ve'aruach, 
קודם הופעת קומת הנשמה. Like we've said, like we learned a few months ago, the soul has five different levels, נפש, רוח, נשמה, חיה, and יחידה. The lowest level of the soul is נפש. After that is רוח. Rav Sasson is saying over here that before the appearance of neshama, which really is resulting in the, the migdash, the geula, actually happening, two levels come before that, nefesh and ruach. That spirit that we've felt until now, that spirit of Am Yisrael Chai and all these things, led us to get as far as we've gotten to until now. The question is, what else do you think we could do till, the, till, till Matan Torah, till... the prize, right? What else could we actually, what's left to do here in the country before the appearance of that which we really came for? Right? So there's, I want you to think about that. There's a lot, there's a lot of, there's a lot behind that. Unfortunately, most of us are, are I guess maybe Hanukkah's in the air, and we, you know, the Tarbuta, Hellenistic, the Hellenist culture is, When we say, like, what else is left to do, our minds always go to, like, Sulmerah, we got to uproot this and uproot that. And, you know, a shliach, Lubavitcher shliach is not busy with Sulmerah. He's so busy with Asetov, Asetov, Asetov. And then Mimela, Sulmerah will take place. The energy, and he's going he's gonna to speak about this, the, what's, what's, the, what's left to do here? Tachlis. I mean, you could say... A lot of beautiful things. You really could. You just have to always ask yourself, like we know whenever anyone's building their brand. So when they sit with consultants and they discuss what they should embark on in order to sell their brand, the question, whenever you brainstorm, you have brainstorm sessions, and you're like, okay, maybe we should do this, maybe we should do this, and then your mind starts going there, and then you always have to be bled back and say, is it loyal to the brand? That's what they always tell you. Does this represent the brand? Does it represent the brand? So we all know Baruch Hashem, there's plenty of things in this country that represent the brand. There are plenty of things in this country that don't represent the brand. But it could be that focusing more on what does represent the brand more is more beneficial than walking around trying to figure out all the things that don't represent the brand. Like I was hearing a talk, someone was having a discussion, and I basically said, Let's just, can you imagine how much koyach we'd have if we spent so much less time detecting Erev Rav and more detecting Nefesh Elokitz? It's, you know, it's just a, just a choice of energy, where you're placing your energy. Achen, revadim yesodiyim elu, next paragraph, lo yuchlu lachzik ma'amad zman Rav bli ofa'at ha'kodesh. The layers that we've built up until now They're not timeless. They're time-bound. They're not infinite. Rav Sasson is saying, it can't last forever. All the stuff you see built in the country without the appearance of Kodesh are not going to last. They won't last. Give me an example. What won't, what, what won't last unless there's an appearance of Kedusha? What does he say? It's a very harif statement, what he just said over here, even though it's very simple, too. <laughs> Absolutely. What else? What else? What else won't last? Rav Kook speaks about this a lot, a lot. People somehow skip over those pieces because they, they, 
they're uncomfortable with the fact that he had a Kharif side, you know. But he, he spoke he spoke about these things a lot. A lot. Like, I have a lot of chevra. I will say it's more of the American chevra that, you know, they love the po- the poetic Rav Cook, the peaceful Rav Cook, the one that only speaks about the love and everything. Do you know how many places Rav Cook speaks about what happens, what will eventually happen if the goal doesn't be hofa'ati tromemuta kodesh, that holiness will come and appear? So Rav Sasson, is, he's just saying it very clearly. He's like, all these things we've built up here, all the high-tech nation stuff, right? All those things, they can't last. Those are just layers that with, without an infusion of Kedusha, Hofa'ata Kodesh, they can't last. They can't last. I, I'm going to say whatever, I mean... You say, you say. Oh, what what else? What the army is doing. Huh? All the things that the army is yeah, doing. Yeah, yeah. Just continue to be infused with yeah, like a... Uh, mamash, mamash. A hundred percent. Yeah. Daily doing, going through... Life. life. Just going life. through life. Yeah. Life, and if you don't have that, they can't. I mean, they can't... Uh, just going through life. Our unity right now won't last without Kodesh. Mamash. Mamash. I'm so happy you brought that up. All the talk of Achdut and everything like that... Just l'shem achdut, without hofa'ata kodesh, there's nothing that it could really nishan. It, it can't. It, it has nothing holding it up. It has nothing holding it up because we can make achdut amongst human beings anywhere in the world, and without the hofa'at of kodesh, and it's fine. Trust me. My have, have any of you ever been to a rainbow gathering? No, wrong room. You never went. No. Meira, you never. You you probably went to like. Before there were rainbow gatherings, what was going on in the world? <laughs> you don't need Kedusha to be infused in a room, a bunch of hippies in Haight-Ashbury in 1968. You just need... You just... Yeah, but Kedusha, no. No, you don't need that. Our Indian here of Kedusha, of Achdut, of all these things, without Hofa'ata Kodesh, without holiness coming and appearing, it, these things won't last. Even building shuls without Hofa'ata Kodesh won't last. That's what I was going to say before, okay? Even building all what's called religious institutions without a Hofa'at of Kodesh won't last. What do I mean, what do I mean by that won't last? We're seeing that, like in the Reform and Conservative. Oh, I'm not talking about Reform and Conservative at all. <laughs> at all. I'm talking... There's the Instead of just saying, it loses the Kedusha. And that's why I keep saying it. It's like, it's very Meduyak what you're saying. You see, a, a shul, like an army, is something that's built up for the highest and most, most holiest purposes. But if Hashem is not so much part of the picture, then these things also can't last. When I mean can't last, I don't mean that it's going to crumble down. I mean that you can't give that over to a next generation. That's what I mean. 
That's what I mean. There's a lot more to go into. It's a, whatever, you've heard the spiel from me every week. I'm not, not going to continue, but this is... Again, without Kodesh coming and appearing, all these beautiful things that have been established, they can't last. They just can't last. Listen, a couple gets married. It's called Kiddushin, right? More and more later within the marriage, then it doesn't last. Now, what does it mean it doesn't last? You get divorced? Not necessarily, but you're just two people living with each other and you're roommates. So what doesn't get passed on? Doesn't an image, a vision of children sing what kiddushin is doesn't get passed on? That's what I mean. It doesn't get. Of course, you get. It's it's a it should be a binyan advechule, but without the hofa'ah, without the appearance of kodesh within that, then what what continues? What continues? Ki chayut hakol hi haneshama the the life force. Of everything is the soul. Ach bechol often, but nonetheless, b'seder itgalut amadregot kodmot hen hanefesh ve'aruach el haneshama. But still, like we see, the nefesh and the ruach, the lower levels of the appearance of the soul, proceed. They come before the appearance of neshama. I would say neshama in this context means kedusha, full out kedusha. Kederech adam beleidato, just like a person's born. What does a person, what does a kid work on himself? What do, they, do kids work on themselves? They appear, they're there, there's a soul within them. But eventually, if they don't interact with that place inside of them, that soul, then on a certain level, they're just a smart kid for the rest of their life. They could be a very smart and intellectually developed child for the rest of their life. But without learning how to interact with their neshama, with the Kodesh that's developing also, then it won't last. What they have to bring to the world, what they have to give over to the world, won't last. Soul, in its entirety, is only the thing that appears at the... It's the last thing to appear. Even though it's the root of everything, hidden. Like we say in Lechadodi, uh, and I think what Rav Sasson is doing over here is he's doing like it's, it's double-edged sword. Not double-edged sword, but it's more like he's saying two different things over here. On the one hand, you have to look at what we have and say, this is what it's supposed to be like, but I could never bank on what was until today to say, and this is what it's supposed to be like from today. On. Does that make sense? Not so much? I'll try to explain it differently. Many people, when they have problems with what they call the, the, the modern Zionist movement, it's because they point out that all the things that don't have Tochen Kodesh within them. So it's easy to knock those things off. And then when you knock those things off, you can knock off the whole thing pretty fast, right? You could. It's, it's, it's not so... You don't have to be a Chacham to do such a thing. But what, we, what he's saying over here is that this tnu'ah, this movement of Am Yisrael coming back home, and nachon, with all the things that have not yet reached the level of the appearance of Kodesh, it still doesn't mean that what we see in front of us isn't part of, the, of how things are supposed to develop and unfold. Nachon. nachon. It still doesn't mean that. But the problem is, 
I can get stuck in that and just say like, and this is part of the gula. Okay, it was part of the it was part of whatever you want to call the gula until this moment. Now your bechira is where are you demanding in your current lifestyle, mikdash melucha and nevuah, and what what are you missing in life? If you're not missing anything the way that it is here now, let's say right now we get rid of all of the oivim. Let's say, amen. All of them, all of them, nachon. And, 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 and now we're back to, let's go to, let's all get our real estate acts together and buy beach houses in the Shama, in the, right? Let's say that's all that, right? And then there's quiet up north somehow. We follow the Rebbe's orders like we saw last night. We march all the way up there to Beirut, to Damascus, and it's all Sheket Veshalva. Then what? Then what? Even that type of a lifestyle where you don't have an enemy down your throat every second, won't, that's what won't last either. It won't last here. This place is not... We did not come here to figure out how to live here peacefully. It's not enough either. And we got infatuated with thinking that as long as we could figure out a solution <coughs> to the Ishmaelite problem, then we'll live Geula. We, we came back here for Mikdash, Melucha, Nevoah. That's what we came back here. And all those other things that are beautiful and great, it, he say, it just won't last. Rav Cook says, it won't last without, without the appearance of holiness within the most mundane things about our life. These things just won't last. But again, what was Givalt with all of its balaganim, now, from here on, what are we asking for? If we don't feel in an ideal world without enemies scaring us, that nothing is, that we're not lacking anything, that's just as terrifying, as, in my opinion, than when enemies are actually causing you to be scared. Because that means the crumbling of the nation will just come from within and not from an oye from the outside. That's what scared all the big, big, big tzaddikim who vehemently opposed the Zionist movement. You understand? You understand how deep that was? I know we didn't grow up like this. I told you. Where I grew up, Satma was a bad word. Munkach. Munkach, the, the Minchas Elazar. These were, these were, the Rebbe Rashab. These were mamash against the Zionist movement. Why? Because it saw the possibility of a Gidin thinking that as long as we just get to the place that was promised to us, Ben Yevesheket, Akol Yevesedin. And it's not like that. I know for some of us, that's a really hard switch that we have to make because of the way we were wired. And I know it. It's, it's, and I'm, I'm so grateful that we're able to explain this here in a way that hopefully can just remove any bad feelings we have against anyone from, from any side here just to get us to the goal of why are we back here? It won't last. All these things, all these things yeah, they just won't last. Especially like Dalia, what you said before was so. You're so meduyak, you know, because I also don't connect to biyachad nenatzeach. Biyachad im Hashem nenatzeach. Everything has to be a God context. 
Every, every part of our being here has to be in a godly consciousness. Every part of it, especially the one that's speaking about gvura. You know, and I don't think anyone means anything. I don't even think people are trying to leave God out of the picture when they say biyachad dinatzach. It's just, it's not b'chavana. It's coming from a beautiful place. It's coming from a loving place. But it has to be like mamash in the beginning. All the prime minister's speeches, it's, you could read it. It's like, it's all scripted. Bezratchem, only at the end. He speaks for right, and at the end, and it's like exactly the same words. Bezrat Hashem nenatzach. Put that, how about start that? Start your words with that. One time, start your words. Talk to the Jewish people like a Jewish person. I know, it sounds insane. Talk to the Jewish people like a Jew. A Jew is with Hashem. We don't have any other mitziyot. We don't have anything. We don't have it. Yeah. What's the greatest example in the Torah of what you just said? The greatest example in the Torah, in the beginning of the Torah, to what you just said? Migdal Bavel. It's exactly what you just said. Let's create a we society, a communist society. Mamash, it's communism 101. A communist society. And we will leave out that which we have the hardest problem figuring out how to, what to do with. Right? Let's keep on going up in society, right? Mamash. Mamash kacha. Next paragraph. Rav Sasson says, pin drop. This is where we are right now. Zeu omek ha-mashma'ut shel perek hazman ha-over al-am Yisrael badorot ha-achronim. This is where, this is what Am Yisrael is going through over the last few generations. Mirega shvirat ola goim bechazala la-aretz. From the moment that ter- concepts like independence was now restored to a, 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 a fraction, a function of the nation, and, and hopefully weiter till we get to the next phase of Matan Torah. When purified waters will be sprinkled upon us, which will lead us to a place of Ben Chaya and Yechida, of, this, of the highest, the highest appearance of the soul in the world. He's saying, this is where we're at. We're in the in-between. We couldn't learn this Torah a hundred years ago. It wouldn't, it, it, would, it would just be a teaser. It'd be a teaser if we learned this type of Torah a hundred years ago in our shtetls. Because it was so far, maybe 120 years ago, it was so far from our, the Geder HaEfshar, with what we seem to be, something that's possible or not. What is this chapter of life all about? What is this all about right now? Perek Zeh, he means, not this Perek, he means this chapter of life. Perek Zeh kivyechol merakez et Yisrael betoch atzmam. 
ובניין כוחותיהם פנימה. This, what this chapter of life is so to speak doing is it's centralizing all of Am Yisrael to get in touch with the inside. בבניין כוחותיהם פנימה. Building inner strength. קודם שיפנו אל עבר הדבקות וההתייחדות עם השם before we then go to the place of being united, being one with Hashem. Vifchinat vesafra la la'atma kodem ayichud imbala, like we mentioned, I think, last week or two weeks ago, just the same process of, of, of the nekim, of the, of the clean days, of going inward before there's oneness, before there's a union together. He, he likens it, obviously, to woman and husband, but he's saying that's where we're heading towards with Hashem, with this yichud. To bring health again to all the powers and strengths of the body, the mind, the spirit, the soul. After 2,000 years, when none of these things were attended to. You see, all these things that we think we're in touch with because we, we, we have like a few good minutes of feeling good about ourselves, or, I don't know, doing 10 minutes of yoga a week, and we think, okay, I'm a f- quick fix, I'm fixed, right? You think that's just because we've been so, as a people, and who we are, our character, was so broken down. What was the word we used last week for Ratsut's crushed? Was so crushed. Our building character, who we are, was so crushed for so many years. So we got so excited when we, we, pieces of us begin to appear. Mm. Ah, this is the us. Look at us. We're not in Galut anymore. Again, your body may not be in Galut anymore, but your character suffered such a tremendous 2,000-year blow that it takes a long time to reintroduce yourself to your real, the real self. To get really strong, it's almost like what he's saying was here. Like we thought we got, we, we we thought we got well really really fast. Like we thought we got well really really fast, and he's saying that's not that's just not how it works. And you see, even with the Israeli army, there was this this period where we suffered tremendous blows due to yohara. That means due to uh, arrogance. arrogance of saying, "Wow, we look at us. Look look what we did. Look at who we are." It doesn't work like that. This is, he's saying over here, mamash, like, these things, it takes time to rebuild the character of the Jewish person after 2,000 years of galut. 75 years is nothing. You realize that. It's nothing. In a 2,000 year span, it's nothing. Now, it's true there were tremendous jumps, tremendous miracles along the way. But however, this part now, this piece now, is in order for us to restore to, within ourselves hakarav who we are. Now, Rav Kook says in another place that one of the ways that a person learns, again, who they are is learning sitrei Torah, which means learning pnimius, which we would interpret to mean that chasidus is a real part of the way that you learn and live your life. That it answers, it brings, it brings to you a revelation of how to rebuild yourself again, how to get the character again, how to know who you really are again before the great light comes down and there's a vessel to actually receive it. Third line from the bottom, and then we will eventually, 
אלא דבקות באור אינסוף, אור צחצחות. There will be such a clear light. The long short way. The long short way, very good. Mm-hmm. You'll You will be able to reveal by your, just your existence and your being and your essence the higher supreme holiness, the light of godliness. Ay, and these two last words, which is such a bracha for today. Let me, let, me, let me say this outside of this is very important. Why do we have so much problems with our enemies? They don't have any fear. They have no fear of us. They're not scared of us. What's one of the reasons you could have all the machlokits on him that you want? I did too. I told him. When he went to these Yishma'imach Shemamim, you saw what he put on, right? He put on tefillin. When he would go and meet with people from Hamas, he put on tefillin. What was he doing? Photo ops. There's a concept that when a yid is me'utar, when he's when he's when he's dressed like it, meaning when he's when he's armed spiritually, that is supposed to place fear on our enemies. That is why the mitzvah tefillin that the Rebbe set out was done during the Six Day War. To get to let out the fear, that the point is, is that when people would look at Am Yisrael, verau kol This is from Sefer Dvarim. Kishem Hashem nikralecha, that the world will look at us and say, the name of God is called upon you. That means the way you look, the way you talk, the way you speak, the way you interact, the way you share anything with the world, you are, you have the name of Hashem coming out of your mouth. Veyaru mimeka. It doesn't just mean they're trembling. It means they're in awe of you. They're in awe of you. The world, with all of its sheker, with all of its mamash, twisted, demented, shtuyot, if it looked at the Jewish people and saw, Kishem Hashem Nikra Alecha, it wouldn't look like what it is right now. It wouldn't look like it. Now somehow, these are, I know these are all like lofty concepts. These are like big concepts. The Shaila is, is like, I just have to ask myself, is the home that I'm building a home that I believe that when someone walks into my house, it doesn't mean I'm, I'm you know, I, I invite someone and everyone's saying no. Why? Because I come to the conclusion that everyone's so petrified of ever coming into my house because they're, they're in such awe. That's not what I'm talking about. I mean... There's just this notion of, these are godly people. Oh, that's just those, we, 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 you know, we, we say, no, just those really spiritual ones, they're the ones that, that hold that title. Don't we understand that every single shul needs to be like this? Every community, every congregation, throughout the whole country? It's not optional anymore. It's not optional It's crazy. It's not optional. It can't be. That the whole world has to see. You're walking with Hashem. You're walking with the real, real Emesdika Jewish mission of the Takenolam Imalchut Shindalad Yud. That's how we conduct ourselves. 
This is this is the plan. This is the mitziut. This is where we're heading towards. This is what, if you want to call it, it's even a ma'apecha. It's a revolution. You know, this revolution started so many years ago and so many times. But the way he's developed this is that this is the binyan atzmi, like before all the rest of the light that we're all davening for. He's like calling it out. He's saying, you daven for Mashiach every day? Great. What are you doing about it? What are you doing about it? Are you davening for Mashiach every single day? Great. You should. It should be constantly what you're thinking about, what you're asking about. The question is, what are you, what are you doing about it? Like, what are you doing about that tefillah? Are you just leaving it in the place of sheyibane? Uh, someone told me it was it over Shabbos and Friday. Someone said he, they, that they overheard a, a rav. I forget who it was. And he, he starts singing like this: Because what does Yibane Amigdash allow for you? It lets you off the hook. Yibane Amigdash. Then, then, then. So, Not just them, them. Them and then, right? Yeah, I mean, me, I'm, I'm glad to be part of the ride. Hopefully in my times. Nivnea Migdash doesn't, it, I mean, it, it also means it, it should be me that's actually figuring out how to build the Beta Migdash, but it also means is like the way that I'm living my life is, is a home that's ra'ui for the appearance of what will be in Beta Migdash. What will be in Beta Migdash? Malchut, Shechina, Nevua, Ruach HaKodesh. Love, 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 and more love. The way Reb Shlomo would describe the, the, the appearance of a Jew before walking into the base of and coming out is everything you need to hear. A person that, that didn't know what God wants of him, didn't know what they want from life, they didn't know who loved them, if they felt love, if they actually love. When you walked out of the base of you knew that you were a person of love. It was clear to you, you are a person of love. That's the hitgalut of the Shekhinah in the world. Many people walk around so lost, not sure about who they are, because they're not sure if they could identify themselves as people of love. This, he's saying over here, is the, eventually the appearance will be, it'll be clear to everyone. But no one's telling me right now that I can't prep, I can't start. You know, I want every person in, that walks into here to know that they're loved and that they love. You have to learn the Torah that brings that out of you, which I hope we're, we're, we're providing here and continue to provide here. Bezrat Hashem, with good health for many, 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 many more years. Amen. But it's, it, it hap, it's not just this thing of it'll happen. That's Yibane HaMikdash. Yibane HaMikdash. Yibane. And, and it's, you know, you could see, like those are the strongest, like when we sing those nigunim here, those, you know, especially nowadays, they're the strongest. But, you know, I'm not saying right now to change that word because it doesn't work so good actually with, with, the, with the, we have to write new nigunim with, with the words so it will fit in better. But whatever, you know what I mean. Whatever it means. Whatever it means. Nivnea mikdash v'sham v'kan ani matchil ashir shir chadash. Right? If it's still then it kind of lets me off the hook. And I don't want to let myself off the hook, and I don't want to let God off the hook either. You know, I don't want to do that. I have to tie myself into this to, to really justify my existence here. And this is, this is heavy stuff. This is mamash. These are, these are heavy things. These are, but honestly, what options do we have? 
again, go back to a place, this war is over, we killed all of them. And then what? And then what? Then what? So those that say, no, no, let's just, we'll worry about that then. I have a feeling that the way we wipe them out faster is when we already take upon ourselves what our lives are going to look like when we can afford the tkufata avra'a, the period of wellness. No? I have a friend. We had a friend, a dear friend, Nachman Fadiman, Olav Hashem. He used to tell me like this. He used to dive into Hashem that he should have enough parnasa by already telling him where all his miser is going to. You know, by, by already giving miser in his mind, davening for parnasa. So we're davening for Hatzlacha, for our warriors already, already taking upon ourselves and setting out the spiritual conquest of the land by saying like, and you know what it's going to be like when we have the opportunity to not spend our energy and being frightened? There will be such a godly love context. Again, love context is just biyachad nanatzeach. Godly love context is somehow davening and asking to be to be from those that portray that that through through the way that I talk about you, Hashem, is it will be so contagious. It will be so not threatening. And if there was ever a time where Hashem is not threatening to to Yidin, it's now. Hashem's never been more inviting in the hearts of Am Yisrael. We just got to talk about that more. It's got to be emphasized more. Not belittling the the gvura, the the spiritual, the the, the heroic gvura of uh, of the chayalim, but showing how it's all in one. Doesn't matter how low you were. It doesn't matter how low you where you're holding. Listen, we talk about the chashmonaim, the makabim. You wouldn't mishadich any of your daughters to the makabim. Okay, you understand? These are not chevra that you 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 would like when your daughter brings a makabi. You're so happy. It's actually not. It didn't look like that. These chavra, they came from good stock, but it was a period where it was not exactly the way we understand it. And yet, even their level of gvura was so tied in with sin that it's the Rebona Shalom that's running the show. You know, so we should be privileged to have the, Rav Ginsburg always says, chashmonai, is the same letters as Mashiach now. It should be like this. Hashem, you should see how much we're trying so hard. And and thank you for the opportunity. But uh, I don't know, make it a little bit brighter. Like make it clearer. Shine brighter, shine clearer. So that we could continue to embark on this path of hopefully bringing you nachas. So that we could be part of the the door that causes the reappearance of Migdash, Nevuah, and, 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 and Mamlacha here, Melucha, here in Eretz HaKodesh. Um, if you want, I, I finished the whole paragraph. I gave it to you, but I'll hold, I'll hold on to it. If you don't, if you don't want to lose it for next time, I'll hold on to it, and we'll continue from here. Thursday morning, we're gonna have a shear from Rav Kluger on Hanukkah, okay? Because Thursday night's Hanukkah already, right? Thursday night. So we're gonna do our best to get into the mindset together. Uh, Thursday morning with Rav Kluger on Hanukkah.